1: We can say whatever we want. It's his first start. And, you know, he's a gunslinger. He wants to go out there and take everybody on. And I'm sitting there going, hey, it's cool to be a gunslinger, but the best gunslingers are old gunslingers. And the way to become an old gunslinger is you don't take everybody on. You take the guys on when you have to take them on. He'll be more patient. He'll be better in the next one. Oh, my goodness. You know how hard it is to get a shutout? That's big in today's game. And here's the other thing. If you look at the last five or seven minutes of the game, the ones weren't out there. Those were the twos and the threes battling for that shutout. So to get that shutout, um, that's a great deal. It wasn't a good job. That's a great job. I've got a list of a whole bunch of teams. I'm not going to read them because they're not my teams, of upsets. They got so-and-so beat so-and-so and so-and-so. Are you kidding me? And so-and-so beat so-and-so. And those all those guys were all favored, and all those guys are going home now, and they wish they had an ugly game where they won. But you know what? Coaching matters too. And what games like this really takes the coaches out of it until you're right here at the game. And then now you can make adjustments, which are correct, But now the young men didn't have an opportunity to practice those adjustments. And now they have to be right. And normally it takes the offense a little bit longer in that situation to adjust than a defense. But I tell you what, I'm happy we got the win. That football team is happy. Our job was to be 1 0 with a chance to be 2 0, and we've done our job.
0: Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased orange blooded homers, Sean and Joe.
2: What's up, Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Cuse Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If More you like know. it, please share it. Universal handle for the socials. It's at Cuse Militia. Go there and join the militia. We appreciate that. We're the only Syracuse Sports Podcast center in giving you, the fans, a voice. The Orange snuffed the flames in a 24-0 shutout to open the season. They start 1-0, obviously. At the end of the day, the W is a W. Uh, good, bad, or ugly, or indifferent. And we're going to yep. go over all of that. Uh, we apologize for being late. Well, actually, I don't apologize. I'll apologize. Okay, Joe, let's hear it.
3: I'll, I apologize for being late. <laughs> okay. Sorry.
2: <laughs> because I was of, traveling. Be, Joe bad. was traveling. He got back a little late, and he was whooped. That's understandable, right? So uh, we'll so. give Joe a pass this time. Uh, the uh, Oh, so because of that, what we are going to do is we are going to also give you the Maryland pregame, which you know we weren't, we wouldn't do normally. So, but anyways, all that's irrelevant.
3: Yeah, no, just a different schedule for this week. Making it, accommodations, I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah,
2: no problem. So, Joe, let me ask you something, buddy. Let me ask you. Something. What's up? What's up? If you found a hundred dollars on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking?
3: Ah. Uh, Probably look a couple ways first.
2: You'd but, look yeah, before pick you it picked it up. Okay. Well, fair enough. Of course you take the money. Yeah. So why do you, Joe, keep picking winners and not betting on them? Or do you? You must not. I tried. You tried. Okay. Well, I went well, to the
3: sports book when I was up in Syracuse. You're not allowed to bet uh, in state teams, so I wasn't allowed to bet the Syracuse game.
2: Really? That's the rule. That's yeah. the law there.
3: Couldn't even couldn't even bet Army. Really? Yeah, because it's a New York State team.
2: That is crazy. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, you know, I go to my bookie because it's fast. I should have went there. That's right. And you could have done whatever you wanted online there. You could have bet on Syracuse there. It's easy. And they pay when you win. So let's face it. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on, of course. And I wouldn't be telling you guys this if I hadn't bet with them myself. I do still have... A, uh, a wallet over at my bookie. So do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If mm. by the second half, oh yes, if by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. What do you think about that? That seems unfair to my bookie. But <laughs> if you're the kind of guy or gal that likes to bet a little and win a lot and try a parlay, if all your picks come through, You'll multiply your winnings, and no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now, and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use the promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, to activate that offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R. Did I say that the first time? I hope I did, because it's yeah, C-H-A-I-R. I hope you did okay. yeah. <laughs> Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, and uh, if you do win, you get paid. So that is that. Thank you, by booking. Okay. So um, where was I? Oh, a couple quick um, announcements briefly. Not really. Kind of. So Sam Heckle went down uh, during the game against the Flames. And his status is currently questionable heading into the Maryland game. And so uh, it was late in the first half. And uh, it ended up flipping Veterello from right to left tackle, and Cervase obviously he went under center. That's what he's used to anyway. And then they brought uh, Ryan Alexander. Alexander in, and put yeah. him at right tackle. And whoa, we'll, quickly as we'll get into this a little bit, I guess, but we're talking about it now. I mean, uh, there was that one run. That one was a 42-yard run by. O'Neill. O'Neill. That was sprung by Hackett and Alexander, if I'm not mistaken. So, Alexander did his job there. But anyway, besides the point, um, cohesion on the offensive line. We talked to, to Tyler in in our last podcast leading up to regular season. Yeah. And, you know, he said it's so much more important on the offensive end than it is on the defensive end. And it showed a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. So,
3: yeah, they still got to put in some work. So, again, usually it's, it's defenses is usually ahead of the offense when you're, you're beginning of the season. So expect everything to get a little bit better.
2: Yeah, yeah and we'll get into that a little bit. But McKinley Williams, who has not seen any action yet, um, was did something during training camp. He's likely out um, yeah. in, with that injury that he suffered there. But good news, Josh Black was named ACC Defensive Lineman of the Week. So, congrats to him on that. So, um, you know, look.
3: Four tackles, two (laughs) sacks.
2: Yeah, and all in all, Joe, I mean, on both sides of the ball, it was all but predicted. I feel like, I mean, the struggles that we thought were going to be the struggles were the struggles, and (laughs) the successes uh, that we thought were going to be the successes were the successes. So, uh, between yeah. the offense and defense, um, Sy- the Syracuse offense struggled, but despite that they did total 368 yards, a of total offense to Liberty's 234, O'Neill was obviously the star of the offense with 143 total yards, 89 on the ground. And one of those, a 42 yard touchdown run, he caught three balls for a total of 54 yards. DeVito struggled yep. a bit, uh, in his first start is to be expected the, you know,
0: Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
2: Beginning of the season, jitters, whatever you want to call it, 17 for 35 for 176 yards, two interceptions and zero touchdowns. But the defense, 14 tackles for a loss, eight of those... Over half of those were sacks. Uh, Negative four rushing yards, which is the first time since UConn in 2012, and I believe it was the first true road game with negative rushing yards for Syracuse since 1991. Um, So, I mean, just phenomenal. Uh, The four turnovers altogether that extended the streak to 15 games where they have at least one. And Lakeem Williams, he led Syracuse with 11 tackles, including two-and-a-half for a loss. Uh, One-and-a-half of those, sacks. Recorded as sacks. So, anyway. Yeah,
3: he had a good um, game.
2: The defense, Joe, I mean, holy cow. I mean, did, did they not make you proud or what? I mean, I thought it was – so, Yeah. I expected more out of the offense and I expected maybe a little less out of the defense, but I guess it kind of equaled out. I mean, what did you see, Joe – going into Maryland and dealing with the offensive line issues coming into the Liberty game and now dealing with questionables at, you know, with uh, Sam Heckle and not even having that. I mean, how do you see, how do you see that? As it, does it, does, does the practice, are we going to get, are we going to get better there? Is the cohesion with Sam Heckle uh, out? Is that going to? Yeah. Well, I think you
3: can always get better as the season goes on. Uh, I think a lot of it goes into two, the expectations of the known and the unknown. I think we knew that from the talks and all the, the returning players that came, that were coming back from last year on the defense, that our defense was going to be pretty good. And Liberty is two years removed from D one aa a. So uh, I think that their offense will, you know, be a little bit better against some other defense, but we definitely showed out. Um, and I think that their defense ended up probably being a little bit better than what we thought they were going to be. Uh, with Hugh Freeze coming in and getting some of the transfers and Juco guys. Um Even if there are two stars uh, at D1, like Liberty was just had a bunch of roster, like the roster was filled with D1 AA guys, you know? So D1 AA doesn't get those type of recruits. So just anything, a low level D tackle Juco is going to be a step up from what they had uh, last year. So, and I know that they brought in a bunch. So, I would venture to say that Liberty's defense is a little bit better than what we thought it was going to be, what we talked about. And, again, that was another unknown, and then our unknown of what our offense was going to be.
2: So with with that said, they didn't know how to really prepare. Um, obviously, Coach really just took a, sh- a shot in the dark. He t- he looked at some, some tape of, of Hugh Freeze at Ole Miss. He took some yeah. tape of Liberty from last year and kind of formulated some kind of – hybrid of what he thought his offense should do. Eventually ended up breaking out the two back set and ended up having some success with that. Right. I I don't know. Do you think he wanted to reach into that?
3: (laughs) I don't think he did. And I think that there's other things that, again, he didn't reach for either. Uh, I think that they wanted to be as vanilla as possible, but at the same time he knew it was going to be difficult. And I think that it was a, kind of a challenge to him and the coaches because they really didn't know they were going to have to make the the changes on the fly. They didn't have tape on them. So I bet you if they had a year of tape of that team and their defense and what they were going to do then they would have been able to have a a more solid game plan. Um, And also our defense played so well that uh, we didn't really need to take out the bag of tricks or DeVito at some point didn't have to try to throw the ball down the field. Uh, And we were just kind of running and trying to pretty much impose our will and just our depth and just, you know, how we run plays a lot and go fast. So I think they ended up getting tired. And again, like you said, with the way our defense played. So I think it was just a a fine uh, win. And honestly, I'd rather a win like this than, I mean, obviously you want to see, you'd like it to see better. But the last thing that I really wanted uh, this year was them to go into this game and absolutely demolish them like what Maryland did to Howard and then go be overconfident going into the Maryland game. So hopefully this is a wake up call. And, uh, again, it's a new, new team with a new coach with some new players. So again, uh, I think we're going to have one game to, to try to look at their tape and try to figure it out. But, uh, that's the struggles of this year, especially the first two games being on the road and being against two teams with new coaching staffs and new personnel and new systems with not a lot to go off of. So, um, <clears throat> so far so good.
2: Yeah, so far so good. I, I mean, just I just I don't was, take too
3: much out of that game. I, I really you don't. can't.
2: You can't. And you know, we can make. I'm not making excuses. It is the truth that mm-hmm. they didn't know how to prepare the offense. Obviously, uh Taj Harris. Uh, I mean, there's a, Tristan Jackson. Tristan Jackson. Timing
3: issues.
2: Those guys had minor injuries during camp. You know, we don't really know how how much they really work together on a consistent basis there. Some balls were thrown. I think there was a ball thrown over the left shoulder of Tristan Jackson. He was looking over his right shoulder for it. And there was a couple of like little miscues like that. You saw, I think, Taj Harris hit his chest one time. He knew he did something wrong. So that kind of stuff gets ironed out. And yeah. I think that That's the Liberty, growing pains. Yeah, but here's my concern, and I'm not trying to leapfrog here, but in a week and a half, just about, we've got Clemson. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they had their own struggles, too. But I'm just saying, this Maryland game, they scored, them scoring 79 points on Howard. I mean, compare, for me, Joe, you know better than I do, compare Howard to Liberty.
3: I mean, Liberty's better.
2: Exactly. And, I mean, they had something to, you know, they had something solid to prepare for Howard. More no, solid just the
3: D1AA so. teams. There's some D1AA teams that can – that can, that has talent, that can get up and play, uh, you know, sneak up on a D1 team. But Maryland, being who they were, just – with the new quarterback, new coach, I think they wanted to prove something. And Howard, they're just, they weren't that D1 AA team. I think they lost to Kent State last year, like 54 to 14. So um, oh, yeah. they weren't going to they weren't gonna win that game. And I saw there was a bunch of, there's a time where a punt, you know, I think they had a safety off of a punt. They had a punt return for a touchdown. Then another time the punter dropped the ball or something or fumbled the ball and they, get, they tackled them and they had the ball right there. So there was a lot of, a lot of, Plays like that, and they were just in the backfield. They lived in the backfield. So Howard, they weren't. They're they're not at the same as as Liberty, even though Liberty is only two years in D one. I there's think Liberty is so.
2: decent. I mean, I well, think Well, there's a
3: scholarship distance their difference. First off, you know, so
2: yeah, true. So anyway, all right, wrap it up, Joe. Wrap up the Liberty game. At the end of the day, for me, I don't know how much I learned from that, other than the defense um, is impressive. They're impressive. The
3: defense, well, yeah, the defense is impressive. And just, you know, that, I mean, I think it's, I just don't think we know, we knew what it was. You know, I think that even if Tommy would have thrown a couple interceptions or something, I think people wanted him to come out and at least throw for a couple hundred yards and a touchdown and look kind of crisp. And we did see it last year, but again, I think, with trying to be vanilla, maybe changing the offense a little bit, tweaking it from what it was last year and uh, the offensive line, obviously with the changes and them having to get ready. So uh, when you change that many starters, you know, it takes a little while to to kind of get that cohesion. And like you said, with some of the timely um, injuries that we had in the off season during the, the camp, um, I think that that kind of delayed some of that. So, but again, I would expect, i would expect it to see to see better after that game so it didn't look like devito or or coach were really taking stuff too seriously and again i'm just gonna waver on the fact that we most likely were trying to stay vanilla and hide some things uh from the next opponent so
2: yeah i i mean let's go with that okay
3: and i expect better that's it
2: i expect better too but at the end of the day 24 nothing
3: right I mean, the that's, spread was the eighteen. It's and, like
2: in eighteen. They, and they covered
3: the spread. They dominated their offense, and their, our offense didn't need to play good.
2: I mean, c- could it have been? What if it was fifty to twenty-one? Right, they cover the spread. Is it that much more impressive, Joe? Right. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I like twenty-four nothing. I'm wants, okay with that.
3: Everyone wants the best of both worlds, you know.
2: Exactly, but I'm just you saying, know you dude. know how
3: it is nowadays. People they appreciate the offense more than the defense, so
2: yeah, they want but, to see points, man. I mean, points are fun. Let's not let's not, uh, let's not I downplay that.
3: <laughs> but so is watching a defense. <laughs> so is watching a defense dominate. Dominate, yeah. Like it yeah, got and to They weren't even blitzing offense, a lot there was either. a couple times early where our offense was like bad to where I was like, all right. But get get on the, the sideline. Coach him up. I want to watch the defense. Uh, like the first, two drives, so, oh, the first yeah. two drives.
2: The first two drives were brutal. I mean, a three and out, and then I don't know what was that a freaking interception. I don't know. Anyway, and then the muff punt by Sean Riley to start off, but he recovered. But you know, you got just it's it's the you know, it's the beginning of the season jitters. Man, you got to chalk. can You can't it expect that. perfection. Yeah, actually, on probably. top of the
3: fact that that was Liberty's Super Bowl with everything with you exactly. freeze. And yeah. And yeah. by the way, well, how about is that? hold weird. on. Let's
2: talk about this for one moment. <laughs> Before we move off from Maryland, whose bright idea was it to wheel this man in front of a large window with a backlit? <laughs> whose idea was this? And, and who allowed the cameras in at the half? And I just, I got it. So honestly, I've got to give Hugh Freeze a ton of credit. Because what a vulnerable situation that is to be on display for the world to, to see you laying in a hospital bed in the background in a suite backlit by 10,000 watts. I mean, right. <laughs> I mean,
3: I mean. Uh, my whole thing is, is, is that, I mean, I understand it. But why so many times?
0: Why did we have to show him so many
3: times? Like, you could have showed him in the beginning, maybe right before halftime, right after halftime, and then at the end when Baber's giving these little thumbs up from the the field, and then they went like four times tops, dude. I don't know. They had to hit close to what, 15, 20?
2: How about a tinted pole shade? Like a pole shade that's tinted. I mean, you see, you see, so he can
3: see out, but they can't see in something. I mean, come on, give me something. Unless yeah. he was trying to make a spectacle of himself, but I mean I don't know the guy. <laughs> Did I'm you just, just call saying it a
0: spectacle. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I'm just saying if you wanted to put it out there for the world to see and make himself—I don't know—I don't know if he's trying to make people feel bad for him or I don't know. I mean, but I—I I mean, I get it. But,
2: I get. Like you said, I if that's me, bro, I don't want to be seen. I'm like, I want to be here, but is there any? But then, how you do you see do? the field? You do the tinted pull shade or you do like, right. something. There's, I mean, right. technology.
3: Maybe he just assumed that the cameras weren't going to go on him every other minute. But
2: Please. Cameras <laughs> cameras love that stuff. What are you talking about?
3: Oh, <laughs> oh man. All it's right. like, come on, dude. Just let <laughs> him coach the game.
2: I know. My gosh. And then the interview I at the have, and he's all laying down. He's got his glasses on his chest. I'm just like, oh, this has got to end. I can't watch this poor guy do this interview. Anyway. Yeah, and he was
3: watching TV, so you know he was watching himself. Yeah, he wasn't. He was <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was too cause he was staring straight he wasn't he was even looking out of himself, the suite watch
3: himself yeah, yeah he wasn't
2: even looking out of the suite he was looking straight ahead at a TV so oh my gosh anyway uh the head to be mentioned so that's it Liberty's a Liberty's a wrap um uh so you know but, glad
3: football's back we got out I'm glad was football's back for a little while on offense but we I got out of there 1-0
2: these we've got we've basically got another game to really try to get these things fixed And uh, we're going to go over that game. But first, it's time to hear from you.
0: It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the Loud House. The best damn college sports fans in the nation.
2: All right. All right. All right. So, fan feedback is back. And the real fan feedback. We try. We try. We try. We try to do fan feedback legit throughout the year. But... It's tough. It's
3: tough in the off-season, man. It's tough
2: in the off-season. So you do polls or whatever, but the the true stuff is back. And so uh, we've tried the telephone line. We've tried this. We've had people call in. People leave messages and stuff like that. But um, I learned from my good buddy, Tyler. There's another way to do this. Credit to him for uh, the way he does his. It's a little different format where he just opens the phone lines and sits by the phone and just waits and if you call you call he he opens up a window and so we are going to try that and i told tyler we're going to try that but i'd give him credit for it so anyway joe after the, oh boy I, I would like to do i would like to do ours immediately following the game if we can maybe for an hour or something like that we'll just hang tight and uh answer the calls we'll put we'll tweet it out we'll facebook it out and that way there you can call you can get a hold of us live and and we'll record it and we'll throw it into the show later why are you snickering like that?
3: <laughs> Nothing. I just pulled up a tab and it was Hugh Freeze laying there doing an
2: interview. <laughs> so I'm just... Sorry. So, anyway. anyway, that is irrelevant. Well, not really, but I was just wondering why you were snickering. So, we're going to try that. I actually did not clear that with Joe. I totally forgot to tell him about that. I haven't talked to
3: him. Yeah, Joe. you don't clear me with a lot of things I'm nowadays. I'm sorry, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like what, buddy?
3: I don't know. Maybe like a read about a blue chew. I don't know. That would have been nice to. That would have, that would have been nice to know about before that. It would you know.
2: not have been as much fun though. Now would it have? No. It would.
3: Maybe not for you.
2: Not definitely. or anybody
3: else listening.
2: Right. But. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right. Here we go. Steve, where am I? Am I on Facebook? Is this Facebook? This is Facebook. Steve says, defense looked good after the opening drive, got rid of the nerves and played. Offense need, needs work. DeVito needs to practice with receivers. Timing was off on many plays. O-line needs to be better on run blocks Get and get to the second level. It's all true.
3: Yeah. That's no, all true. Pretty good observations there, buddy.
2: Timothy says, D was great. Oh, needs to improve, especially the passing game. So we got one that says, especially in the run game. Another one that says, especially in the passing game. I will say this. I'm going to finish this first. Special teams needs uh, to be fine-tuned, have to cut down on turnovers. We have nothing to worry about with our kickers. Absolutely. Yeah, we knew that, right? So yeah. um, um, The how about DeVito's rolling out of the pocket? He did really good, I thought. And he did really good under pressure for those screen passes too. Like he was, he threw a couple of those screen passes, man. Where he was just backpedaling, and they were on, they were money.
3: So. Oh yeah, they were good. He was, they were safe. He made sure that they weren't going to get picked off or anything bad was going to happen. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like we saw, I mean, we saw what he can do last year. It's just getting there.
2: Right. Exactly. I think it's, it's
3: the I whole th- team is the whole offense is a unit. Getting exactly. to where they were last year. The cohesion. You know, that's,
2: we keep hearing this word. Tyler said it. Um, it's
3: real. Yeah, it's real.
2: It's the cohesion. Exactly. Yeah. So, Alex says, couldn't watch it. Had to work, so I'm pretty pissed about that. But from the looks, from a look at the stats, DeVito was rusty and Mo Neal is our guy. I mean, that's a pretty good observation. Do I, I don't even need to watch the games anymore. I just look at the stats, I guess. Uh, Lori <laughs> says, defense finally showed up. DeVito needs some work and timing issues with the receivers, but I'll take the W. And thank God I don't have to listen to those announcers or the idiots in the studio. Uh very valid points. It, Joe, I know you were around a lot of people. Could you hear the broadcasters and everything? Uh we They were annoying. Uh, they were annoying.
3: Yeah, I heard. I heard. Oh, you
2: heard from people too?
3: Oh yeah, I heard about it cuz it was like a uh, it was a local liberty broadcast, I believe.
2: Oh, was it? Oh, well, you could tell. You could tell. So yeah. I mean, it's cheesy. Buckshot, buckshot. They kept calling it buckshot. Buckshot. Went, buckshot, this buckshot, that. They didn't say buckshot taken down eight times. They didn't say anything about that. Uh, yeah. Kevin says, uh, would have liked to see more lopsided score, but I'll take the W again. Yeah, we all love the scoring, right? That's obvious. Right.
3: So I mean, we saw what Vegas had us at. I mean, that's that's the bar. Vegas, that's the is, bar.
2: Yeah, that's fair enough.
3: Vegas is usually pretty close. So. To see the line being 18, 19, or 20, or whatever it is, then to expect by, what, 30, 40? I mean, it was pretty lopsided when you look at the yardage.
2: It was lops, 24 Nothing's lopsided to me. Now he said more lopsided, which, I mean, I get it. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> at, if not now when, 84. Offense sucked. DeVito needs to shake off the rust. The D is top in the country. I'm good with a shutout, but we should have put up 60 on these fools. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm with I'm with you, Mike. Uh, Come on, man. The, the um, lower the, the D, expectations. The D is, I think, a top defense in the country. We're not going to really know until we really get into some ACC play. But I mean, they're really good. Yeah. They're really good. I still think it was not that big of a test, though. Do you know? No. What I mean? Right. So. Yeah. I well,
3: mean, I understand. It's not going to be. Yeah, not close to. Yeah, this we're not week's getting test, eight,
2: so. eight, eight sacks and. And, uh, you know, fumble recoveries. and What was there, four turnovers? So, two fumble right. recovers and two interceptions. So, anyway. I mean, I
3: can understand I can understand 24 from the offense, not really knowing what the other team's going to do and having a couple of the turnovers that we had, some of the penalties. Um, but I expect that with uh, progression. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, we have to get better, like, between now, like, that game and next week.
2: Yeah. So um Anyway, at Tony Q's 44 I'm st- uh, well we'll talk about it in a second uh, It was pretty ugly win, but much better than a pretty loss when things aren't going well, rely on your strength, which is obviously our defense, especially the pass rush and the pass rush they disrupted quarterbacks all last year. I understand we got some different players in there, but Joe, there was one thing that stuck out that I read a little about and that um, you realize watching the game the question at linebacker not that Not super worried about linebacker.
3: No, not anymore.
2: No, really good. LaKeem Williams is all over the place. Yeah, he's awesome. We talked
3: about him, 11 tackles. uh,
2: One and a half sacks.
3: Yeah, and I'll tell you what, that's the one thing, I mean, that's going to be the key, I think, for this year too. uh, It's getting up early. If we get up early and we get, get, get it to where teams have to pass, get them passing downs and stuff like that. I really feel like that's going to be our strength because we have ball hawks for for corners in in secondary and we can bait we can bait quarterbacks into getting interceptions if we have the pass rush and I mean, I think we have the pass rush. So
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's just so. you know,
3: that's yeah. I think that's going to be the key from here on going forward, especially I mean, it's starting next week, but again
2: They were rushing three that- a lot of times too. They weren't actually no, I engaged.
3: They they rushed three and got a sack. Kendall Coleman did one time. So, I yeah. I think, um, I just think that you know that that's your strength, and and they're going to be able to keep us in. They're going to be able to keep us in games almost every game as long as we don't get down early.
2: Yeah, um, I'm just going to call. I'm just going to call this guy. Kyle. Nabby, that's what I'm going to call him. Kyle Nabby at Kyle. Nab at Kyle Nabby Wannick why, why did I try it when I said I was going to call him one thing and then I still tried it anyways Kyle says D was excellent great pressure on the quarterback and the run game was completely stopped O was shaking off Russ but Tommy DeVito will improve and run game was strong broadcast left something to be desired thumbs down emoji yes absolutely they stunk
3: I agree with everything
2: yes um, and I believe this is the last one nope I got a couple more Uh, At Garrett Tim, O will be better, especially the timing between Tommy DeVito and receivers. D was lights out. Liberty was better than people thought. We can't have three turnovers in a game anymore. Riley will return a couple punts for TDs this year. That's his prediction. Cisco will have a, a couple pick sixes. Kicking game. Good to go. So, there's a lot there. Um, liberty, yeah, liberty. <laughs> liberty was. I think I agree. Liberty is better than I thought they were going to be. We knew that their that their offense was okay, but their defense could be shredded. But this, either no matter how you look at it, regardless of what they did last yeah. year, it's a different coach. They obviously are not as bad as we thought. So yeah, I was uh, impressed. Yeah, not bad. I mean, I mean
3: considering the experience that they had from their offensive line and the running backs that they had and a senior quarterback uh, I expected honestly a little bit more unless our defense is that good and they just kind of got talked up uh, I think that receiver Gandy Golden's oh, he's, pretty he's good NFL receiver he's, for sure he's pretty legit so yeah, um, he he had a pretty good game but 100... again we got to a point where we we're just pinning our ears back and there's just nothing they could do so I do think that <clears throat> Liberty is better than what we thought and what what people expected and um. It's going to be interesting to see how they fare for the rest of the season and their games.
2: Yeah, it will be interesting. I'll, I'm actually cheering.
3: I want to cheer, I'm cheering for them to prove some people wrong. It would be great if they went on a little run and all of a sudden they're like.
2: Like, damn, you know, San beat them 24 not, nothing.
3: They don't, Yeah, they don't have the hardest schedule, but either way.
2: So what? I mean, right. you got to start somewhere. They got to make a name for themselves somehow. So anyway, uh, was there more there? Oh, Riley will return a couple punts for touchdowns this year. I mean, completely possible. He's a speedy, he's a speedy dude, man.
3: Yeah, he, 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 I he hate that going. he fumbled the first one, but I, I mean, know. he's a senior, he's a senior, and he's he's got his his heads on straight when it comes to that. Maybe if he was yeah. a freshman he or a sophomore, he would have got under his head, but
2: yeah, yeah, he shook it off. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, at Big E underscore two twenty eight, it's a win three and o. Oh. It's a win three and o oh or seventy nine 0 oh, It's still a uh, check mark in the W column. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, 70, like, 79 I like 70, would be nice, though, Eric. Let's be honest.
1: Hey, so, hey.
2: I know, I know. So, thank you, all of you, for uh, taking the time to tweet. Let's mix it You're up. Awesome. Let's mix it up next week. Let's do the tweets with the, uh, what you call it? Calling in. Let's try that. Let's try that out and see if it works. Because if it doesn't, I'm done with it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I might be drunk. What'd you say? You might be drunk. <laughs> it's a noon game. Yeah, he might be drunk. He's right.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> that's that's gonna make it even better. And here's the thing that I want to do to just like kinda, kind of kind um, of sweeten this deal up a little bit. There's a couple listeners that I know. Um, that and well we've got tyler and we've got people like that but uh there's a couple listeners i would i know that would be it would be really cool to have them in on the calls too just for just for a few calls so you know hey maybe you can maybe you can be like like geo like our buddy geo so um there's a couple more anyway that's all we got for fan feedback we are going to get into maryland we are we're going to get into maryland but I got to tell you about something real super fast. <laughs> oh yeah. Jeez, Joe. Jeez, Joe knows what's coming. This is his, this is his jam. Did you nope. know did you know Joe, 75% of our audience are men? That means Ted, the other
3: That out last podcast. That
2: that means the other 25% listening right now are cringing because they know what's coming. Yeah. And here's what's coming. Listen up, guys. Hey, Joe, do you remember the days when you were always ready to go? Do you? Do you? Still do. You want to increase your performance and get extra confidence in bed? Listen up. BlueChew.com. It's blue like the color. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You know it works, folks. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full or empty stomach, and since they're chewable. They work twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Uh, you never know, folks. You never know. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, <clears throat> Joel, but Blue Chew helps you <laughs> follow through. <laughs> Buchu is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. None. That's it. They're made in the USA, and since that's Blue Chew...
3: kind of feel awkward right now. <laughs>
2: and, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for you. Our listeners, visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the sp- special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay the $5 shipping. get six pills for 5 bucks. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code ARMCHAIR. Try it for free Blue Chew is better, cheaper, faster, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And let me just, so you know, I was told to add this into the mix. So, uh, just so you know, all you got to do, all right, this is per this is per Andrew, CEO of Armchair Media. That's all you got to do. Go to BlueChew.com, fill out the info that says your heart won't explode if you get a Put in the promo code, Armchair, uh, then it will connect you with a 30 second nurse video chat then send it and send it they send it in a blank envelope and boom That's it That's all you gotta do five bucks so that's six it Bills. Huh? that's it five bucks six pills and we all know let's wrap this up let's wrap this up you guys want to talk about Maryland so um, my bookie we know from about I don't know 30 minutes ago, that they're gonna double. They are gonna double your first deposit. All you gotta u- do is use the promo code Chair. And you activate this offer. You throw in fifty bucks, they'll give you a hundred bucks. That's promo code Chair to activate that offer. Again, go visit mybookie.ag today because when you're there and you play and you win, you get paid. Thank you to my bookie. All right, Joe. So it is time to talk about Maryland. I know you've been itching to do this. So, Maryland, oh, we I'm talked. I just didn't know we had to do is, my bookie twice. Yeah, I was asked to uh, hit that up one quick time in the middle. Oh. I just do what I'm told around here, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Maryland is coming off a 79-0 win over Howard. We talked about that. They opened the season with this. They had their backup quarterback, Ty- uh, Tyrell pogrom He scored two uh, touchdown pa- He had two touchdown passes, and the starter had... Uh, Four, they scored 56 points in the first half, and that set a school record. So Maryland, they went ahead and hired Alabama offensive coordinator Mike Loxley. Mike Loxley is actually familiar with Maryland. He served as the interim head coach for Maryland in 2015 after, um, who was it? Edsel, Randy Edsel was fired. Uh, his, His record as interim head coach was one in five. That last win came against the Rutgers. Rutgers. At the end of uh, 2015, he was hired as Alabama's offensive coordinator, and uh, he was rehired by Maryland at the end of 2018. Uh, last year, all this transpired. They dedicated their season to offensive lineman Jordan McNair, who died uh, as a result of um, extremely uh, practice in extremely warm temperatures. And uh, the head coach there, DJ Durkin, he was first suspended, then fired because of that. Uh, They did take out Texas last year, and they went into overtime with Ohio State, but they failed a two-point conversion and lost that. So, um, you know, they had something to play for last year. But do they have something to play for this year, Joe? The 79-0 game against Howard. Was it a fluke? Was it a fluke? Does Howard suck? What's up? What do you know about Maryland? Educate us.
3: (sighs) I know that the culture around there is definitely way better than what it was last year. Obviously, like you said, everything with the uh, coach Durkin and, um, the McNair death and, and everything that was going on with the controversy around it all year. I think it affected everything as far as, I mean, the, the Maryland, the, the area, the fan base, the school, the play on the field. They only won two games, I believe. Um, so, again, they weren't a very successful team last year, but they bring in a lot of graduate transfers. Uh, I know they got a, a linebacker uh, transfer from Clemson. I know they had another, I believe, receiver, tight end transfer from Buffalo. The, the quarterback's a, a graduate transfer from Virginia Tech, Josh Jackson. So they have some players that, had, that came in there, and with Mike Loxley, him being a coordinator from Alabama, he's obviously coming from a program with Nick Saban and everything where, you know, they run a tight ship and you know, he knows how to to run a program. So he's
2: he's probably learned a few things since in those 3 right. years, in those 3 years right. under right. Nick Saban. And, and, right.
3: And he's an offensive coordinator coming from there, so um and again, this isn't a team that doesn't have talent like you said. I mean, they were right there against Ohio State and some of these other teams. I just think that with everything that was going on surrounding the controversy and off the field stuff and everything. I just think that it bled onto the whole team, the coaches, the way that they played on the field. And I think that they were better than what they were last year. And I think that they're better than what people think this year. Now, I don't think that Howard is a formidable opponent to base a crazy evaluation on, but um, I think it's safe to say that Saturday's not going to be an easy game.
2: No, I I don't think it's going to be easy. And if I would be lying to you if I said I wasn't a little bit nervous about it. Maryland home turf uh coming off a huge win. Like you said, the culture has changed and uh that reminds of us of another program where the culture has changed and you see the difference with the Syracuse Orange. So it's a big deal, yeah. man. Well it's a big deal. yeah.
3: Though well, our culture change is winning and that's where I think the the main thing could come into play because as far as X's knows and, and having the being fourth year at Dino Babers, this is only the second game of this coach. So, again, it was a nice scrimmage to get his guys ready and, and to see what he's got. But from all intents and purposes and everything that I've heard, um, the defense uh, looks like they're going to be pretty formidable pretty much all year. Uh, but the offense, they're still trying to figure out the offensive line just like we are. Um, the quarterback that was that was his, you know, first start with that team. They do have talented receivers and some talented running backs, but again, um, they they're they're excited about the season. But as far as the culture of winning and being there, it's not there yet. So again, we don't know how this team is going to act when uh, when it comes across uh, adversity and stuff like that. And it's the same thing with last year; it just seemed like once they got down, then they kind of had a tough time coming back. So. There's ways to beat this team and everything, but the way that we started this past week and everything is exactly to. what we don't want. We can't do.
2: It's going to have to. So. That that that's going to have to. It's a quick turnaround with with some pretty fundamental things to change, but yet, you know, the O line itself takes more than, right. takes more than a few days of practice to turn around, in my opinion. But the um, the stuff with Devito and the receivers. You know, that's uh, that's something that I think can be fixed. Well, yeah, um, and I think quicker, that they're going to
3: find – I think this offense is going to find a problem with our defense, and I think it's going to frustrate them. So, again, I think it just comes down to our defense is going to be played – they're going to play good enough for us to win the game. It's just what is what is our offense going to do? Yeah. So- and I think that they stayed pretty vanilla against Howard, and, uh, I mean, backup quarterback was in, I think, by the second quarter. So – Again.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. Let's see what I, happens
3: I, when they're in there and there's adversity and it's a close game or you know or they get down or something or a big play happens.
2: It's it, Yeah, it's the adversity. You got to be able to step up to the plate. But the spread at mybookie.ag opened up, given uh, Maryland three. And uh, they're, they're, they're giving Syracuse two and a half right now. So, Joe, everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to know. You go ahead. You took Liberty last week. Took Cuse, giving Liberty 18 and a half. You win that one. You're 1-0. One oh. Going into Maryland, Joe. Uh, Syracuse uh, giving two points. What say you?
3: They're getting two points? Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Um, Well, I think the first two games, I think coming into this year, a lot of people and a lot of fans, I think, just looked over the first two games and went straight to Clemson. And I think these two teams are Liberty and Maryland are similar in the fact that they have brand new coaching staffs with not a lot of tape out there and a a lot of things to allow the coaching staff to get the team as prepared as they would like. Um, So I think that's a blessing and a a curse in both ways, because I think that a lot of people expected it to be easier, and it's not because of these things that just happen sometimes in football that, you know, could take a quarter or a half to start figuring some stuff out when it comes down to new coaching changes and systems and personnel and stuff. So um, when football and everything, tape – and being able to watch and to get to get ready uh, is is everything, and that's what gives you the leg up, and that's how coaches get their game plans. So that's I think what hurt us with Liberty, and I think it's going to hurt us again with Maryland, and, and I think it's going to come down to the fact that fans are probably going to look at these two games and say that we won ugly, oh, the offense doesn't look good, this, this, and that. But I think it just comes down to those factors. I do think that Syracuse will win the game. Um, I think but I think it's gonna come down to the end of the fourth quarter. It might be the last team that scores. Um, but I don't think, judging by last week and look at those defenses, I don't know how how many points are gonna be scored. <laughs> Maryland's not putting up seventy nine again, let's just put it that way. So
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like we said, it's kind of a it's kind of apples and oranges to compare Liberty to Howard. Yeah. So it's really Simon, there's no, there's no compare, there's no argument to be made right.
3: there. Well, it's, like I said, it just sucks because there's the min, there's minimal, ex, there's minimal things that we can kind of be prepared for as far as coaching wise and and kids wise. You know, there's just you'd like to be very, very just prepared for what the team's going to do, have a game plan and go into it. And it's tough as a coach and as players when you don't really have that and you got to figure it out. As the game is going on, so again, sometimes that that makes a difference and, and it hurts a team. Um, and I think that's why these two games are going to be just ugly wins. And I know that the fans don't want to sit here and have to cringe and get all nervous. You got to realistic, be realistic,
2: though. I mean,
3: to beat Liberty and Maryland, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I you know. can call Liberty an ugly win, but at the end of the day,
3: well, like, but they're still going to be the people that say we should have scored more, you know, and. Yeah. Even if we beat, if we be going beat Maryland by three in a tough game. People are gonna say we should have beat them more. They only beat Howard, and Howard's trash. But, you know, it's just that's how people are always gonna look at it. So again, I think that that's why part of the last game looked ugly. I think that part of this game, maybe early, will look ugly as well because yeah,
2: I agree. I agree. It's why, that's why I'm nervous. It's what kind of ugly. Uh, how does Maryland capitalize on our ugliness on offense? Uh if they can and that's kind of like where it lies with me. I'm not worried about no way Maryland's putting up fifty points, forty points. Yeah, no way. No way. I shouldn't. No way. So um anyway, that being said, uh that's all that's pretty much all I got, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, he said. Yeah, that's that means he's done. So Maybe. um, (laughs) (laughs) I could cut your mic at any time. So
3: Oh, all shit. right, oh, all right. Um. So anyway, yeah. So I'm taking Syracuse plus two and a half.
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, I think that's a good pick. We'll see. You're one to know. Uh, by the way, last year I don't ever remember him not taking Syracuse regardless. of, <laughs> regardless of what the spread was, but
0: whatever. <laughs> I
3: think uh, the bye week. I.
2: Yeah, it doesn't count. The bye uh,
3: week. When the bye okay. week.
2: You're right. You did not pick Syracuse. This is true. This is true. So. Um, uh, what was I going to say um, oh that's it Oof, what am I, I'm i like searching, searching for something to talk about guys I'm sorry it's that's it. that's all I got thank you to all of you who participated in fan feedback thank you to my bookie, blue chew armchair media network uh, James on guitar for Joe I'm Sean we're out
0: hey. thanks for listening to the Q's militia podcast the fans voice with Sean and Joe